Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Glowing Weak Point. This one has different energy. I'm your host, John, with me as always, and never without, my co-host, Ronaldo Pinkerton Wombats, and how's it going? <laughs> he is dead now, and a ghost. Oh, you're going to do that random song from... I was I was murdered on the battlefields of the Falklands. Ah, Falkland. Yes. Everyone remembers the Falkland Wars. Yes, the Falkland, Falkland Island territorial battles between um, the UK and Argentina? Yep. That's the one. Yeah. I, yeah. I died on those battlefields. <coughs> Everyone does know about those those battles. Now, I'm not saying I died in that war. You just die on the battlefield. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I went on a uh, summer I... excursion to the Falklands and uh, had a heart attack and died. I don't believe there were actually any land battles for the Falklands. I don't think there were. Primarily, primarily maritime <laughs> <Yeah>. war. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So basically, you went on a cruise of Argentina <laughs> yeah. and then drowned. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's the uh, that's the lore for this. We're we're moving on. Hello, I'm okay. Wombat. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, you are. Um, you are here and ready to tell me what your glowing weak point is. Okay, so this is you're gonna have to bear with me for a minute. Okay. All right. Okay, that'll give me plenty of time to think about what mine is and still not come up with them by the time it gets back around to me. So, point one, I've been watching Twin Peaks again. I finished Twin Peaks. Oh! Uh, I've watched the... Well, not I haven't finished Twin Peaks, but I watched the, the first two seasons, and last night I sat down and I watched the movie Fire Walk With Me. I shouldn't okay. have done that at night. My God, that movie is just... <coughs> Two hours of witnessing a teenager being fucking brutalized to death. It's ridiculous. Okay. Um, fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Uh, Everyone loves being brutalized to death. Yeah, no, she didn't. She didn't like it so much. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, I re- uh, Twin Peaks, if it... It has the potential to be, like, my favorite TV show ever if it were just okay. a little bit more focused in the latter half of it. And, I mean, that's and really that's really just it. Like, after, after Laura Palmer's uh, murderer is found out, the, it just keeps going for another, like, 12 episodes. Uh, ah, and only one of, one of them is really any good. Um, yeah. But that first, like, season and a half, and then the last episode, are fucking phenomenal television, and I wish there were more TV shows like it. Okay. Point Sounds two. good. Um, because of a meme, I found a movie called <laughs> An Evening with Beverly Luff Lynn, and... This movie okay. is basically like, what if we did David Lynch shit? 
but there was no purpose behind it. <laughs> and it is the most hilarious, greatest movie I've ever seen. So, huh. so what it is, is Aubrey Plaza is married to a jackass uh, coffee shop owner, played by Emil okay. Hirsch, who just seethes his way through the entire movie. Um, I like Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Uh, she gets fired from her job by her husband. And um, because they're having money troubles, he goes and robs a convenience store, which is owned by her brother, who is inexplicably Indian and shouts every single line that he says. In, uh, okay. And, and uh, keep in mind, everybody is acting in the most intentionally stilted way possible. <laughs> yeah. They're like standing in place, staring at each other, screaming their lines at each other. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, so Aubrey Plaza's brother hires a man with a gun to... To go and uh, get his money back and blow out one of uh, the husband's kneecaps. This man with a you gun, know, as as you do, yeah. This man with a gun is played by Jermaine Clement, one half of Flight of the Concords. Yes, yes, a fantastic half. Yes. I mean, both halves are fantastic, but if you're going to have only one half, I definitely like uh -huh. the Jermaine half. Absolutely. Um, he has very shaggy hair. Uh, he looks like a mess, and his character has this way of rambling on about things that do not matter for interminable periods of time. <laughs> <laughs> At okay. one point, he's sitting down with Aubrey Plaza at dinner, rambling and rambling on about how he didn't uh, go to the bathroom well when he was a child. And so his grandmother devised a way to get him to use the bathroom. Like, he would just go outside instead. And so she would give okay. him candy if he went to the bathroom inside. But also... She gave him a candy for every piece of poo that was in the toilet after he went. Gosh. And and one time he got a uh, he got 24 pieces of candy. And also, do you think you would like maybe go out with me? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah. Uh. So, no. so, so, um, J Jermaine Clement's character tries to rob their house. He completely fails. Aubrey Plaza takes his gun from him, says, drive, uh, get in the car and drive. And then they drive to a hotel where an event is going to be held. An evening with Beverly Luff Lynn, one magical night only. Uh, Beverly okay. Luff Lynn is a very large man played by Craig Robinson. 
Craig Robinson is a hilarious comic actor. And so you expect a lot of comedy coming from this character. But instead, Beverly Lynn spends almost the entire movie just grunting and farting. <laughs> it is it is but difficult to, it is difficult to tell for a majority of this movie whether or not the man could even speak if he wanted to. <laughs> and we wow. have no idea what the show is. Um and he's he's accompanied by his totally not in love with him partner played by Matt Berry with uh, who is constantly Ugh. constantly Love described as looking like Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of does okay. <laughs> okay and that's all I'm going to tell you about this movie because it's insane and it's shots are held for way too long the same way they are they are in like lynch stuff right but in lynch stuff it's yeah. there to give you this uneasy feeling of like being watched or something you know yeah and here it's just it's just too long <laughs> <laughs> the acting is clearly directed to be as stilted as it is you know none of these are bad actors yeah. The, no. So when you see slightest. them, when you see them acting in in this way, you're like, "This is intentional," but there is clearly no purpose behind it other than to be this. <laughs> I think it's the best movie I've seen in ages, <laughs> and I wow. don't mean that in an ironic way. I genuinely think it's great. I was laughing the whole way through. Huh. And I think if other people like Twin Peaks, they would like this movie. Okay. And that's how it's connected to the first part. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There we go. I've never seen Twin Peaks. You should still watch this movie. It's great. And it's <laughs> on Netflix until June 16th. So... Ah, well, you see here, I don't have Netflix anymore because they're doing the stupid thing. Oh, what's the stupid thing? You have to be within the single household. Oh, have they implemented that already? Yep. Oh, that's dumb bullshit. I hear <coughs> that. Yep. <sighs> so. Rip. Anyway, John. I think... Technically, I could still watch things for a little bit longer, but I want to specifically not so that they don't get any any like, money or anything from it. I see. I want to punish them. You want to punish them? I, I do. I want to punish them. Okay. What's your glowing weak point, John? Uh... I hmm. come on, you had ten minutes. I rambled about that you movie know what? for ten minutes. <laughs> I, I had a friend come over. I they they came over and it was very nice. We spent a lot of nice time together. They even brought dinner with them. Oh they, they made some dinner and brought it over. It was very 
very kind and thoughtful. Um, they were trying to get me out of a, a funk, and they they succeeded uh, before they even got there because my house needed to be cleaned. So, <laughs> so you the cleaned whole day up before and then helped was, you get out was, of a was funk? me cleaning. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I laughed to myself, considering maybe I should just call and say, "Yeah, don't don't bother. You've, you've already helped." But uh, <laughs> no, you still want to see your friend, though. I did. So I saw my friend. That's awesome. Yeah. It was. It was very nice. Y'all like so play any games or just pick. hang out and talk or No, no, we just we just chatted. That's cool. Chit chat. Chat chat chat. Alright, well let's move on. And this week we're talking about the Animus. Animus Yeah. What does the Animus look like? Um terrifying. <laughs> it, it it has to be terrifying. <laughs> right? I mean, it, it's it's like a actual physical moose that uh, it does, nothing else matters. You just need to be terrified of the moose. Right. I mean, it has to have, like, big anime eyes, right? That's the that's the number one thing the animoose has. Absolutely it has that. Um, and then I think it has a big Gundam gun on its back. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right, it does. And, and, and it has the, the, the Gundam, uh, like, head spikes as well. Yeah. And then it's wearing, um... It's wearing one of those robes from Bleach. <laughs> uh. I'm liking the Animus more now, actually. <laughs> Ah, uh, interesting. All right, John, you've watched more stuff on your own than I have. So I, I have. This is true. You this have is to start always us. true. It is. But... I I do not watch that much anime anymore. I pick a few, and then I just watch that handful all the way through the season. <laughs> okay. Well, um, first of all, tell me what the the. The pink versus the scratch through. Uh, the pink means that I have not caught up with it yet. Uh, okay. Which means I can't talk about it. And the scratch through okay. really, uh, this one here can just go away because I'm not actually going to get around to it. You're not going to watch Konosuba? Yeah, and then I just haven't had the opportunity to sit down with Cadence and watch Demon Slayer, so it's still... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, now I now I understand. So that's good. I got a cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world too. Is swiftly turning out to be uh, the harem isekai, which is surprising considering the cafe terrace and its goddesses exists. Um, and that's just plot the anime with one dude and a bunch of. Uh, actually very attractive women who right. show off everything. Um, I got a cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world too is probably the best isekai this season. Um, it's it's a total f power fantasy, uh, but he doesn't yet realize that he's um, 
such hot stuff that he is now. Like, he's he's still, like, working to make himself better, despite the fact that there is literally not a human or robot alive that could measure up to him in our world. I mean, that just makes him kind of like the protagonist of Cautious Hero. Cautious Hero is always like, I have to over-level, like, 900 levels before we go up against the next person, just so that I know 100% we will not die in this next uh, thing we do, right? Yeah. He's it, Before he does the 900 levels grinding, he's already stronger than the thing he's going to fight next. Yeah. But he just needs that extra, that buffer. It, he's he, he's not looking for a buffer. He just is constantly surprised at his own abilities. I see. Like, they they did a... Uh, that feels like it would be a, tiring a, this far into the se- season. Th- no, it's not, surprisingly. <laughs> um, they, 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 they do an intramural uh, sports festival. And he gets dragged around to all the different sports. Like, he picks tennis, or not tennis, um, he picks Pong, you know, table tennis, because he it doesn't want to, you know, stand out or anything. And the other person, like, d- passes a serve, and it's, like, super fast, and, and he, you know, he wasn't planning, so he, he didn't catch it or anything. Uh, and then it's his time to serve, and he serves it through the table. <laughs> like, he fucking what? puts the ball through the table. Ugh. <laughs> there is a hole in the table, and it comes out the other side. Okay. And the other person quits, and so he, he wins by default. Uh, and then immediately after, he has to go play, I think it was soccer. Uh-huh. And, and so he goes and he plays soccer, and... Um, and he bu- played better think... than fucking Messi. Yeah, no, 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 no. He played soccer earlier in the season. Oh, uh, he he was he was goalie. Oh, okay, and I don't know he, any goalies. And he by got name. the and he got the the ball, and they're like, "Well, what 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 do I what do I do with this?" And they're like, "Uh, just throw it as far as you can." Did he throw it into the other goal? <laughs> yeah. Does that like, even count? Like, Is there a rule for that in soccer? I don't know. <laughs> because it's not possible. <laughs> uh, but he did it. Uh, no, he went to play um, uh, volleyball. And, I was about to like, say badminton. The ball- surprisingly close. No. <laughs> yeah, no. And the ball immediately popped and the other team quit and so they won and then he went to play tennis and we call that the tom brady he, he won the uh, two. <laughs> strategy <laughs> um, deflating it yeah, yeah. 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 i got it i, I got it <laughs> and then he played rem- <laughs> he played tennis and he played better than federer yeah oh yeah absolutely <laughs> Uh, and certainly better than Djokovic, because uh, he's a fucking vaccine denier. It doesn't make him not one of the best tennis players who's ever lived, though. No, unfortunately, just makes him a piece of shit. Yeah. 
May he continue to be kicked out of Australia. <laughs> right. <laughs> he won't be. I think he was allowed in the last one, wasn't he? No, he wasn't. Oh. Yeah. Um, alright, so that one's good. Uh, I liked that one. Uh, meanwhile, summoned to another world for a second time is the the least good of the... <laughs> I legit I remember season. nothing about you telling me about this one last time. Well, that's because there's very little memorable about it. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we got some backstory on the uh, antagonist this past time, who is a total yandere. Oh, great. I which, love yandere's. It's it's been a while since I've seen a yandere in anime. They've kind of kind of disappeared a little bit, but one hundred percent. I mean, they kind of disappeared for a reason, though. <laughs> but it, it's the the interesting thing is it's a it's a I guess gay yandere. Gay like the, yandere. the main character is male, and uh-huh. the antagonist is also male. Huh. Um, kind of feminine, but, but definitely 100% male. Okay. So, Interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Have we learned nothing and- from... Shit, I always get... Is it Future Diary? Is that the one I'm I thinking know. of? Probably. Fuck, I can never remember the name of it. It's the fucking death game one where there's like 15 people and they're all fighting each other to become god. Uh, Yuno? Yes. The of Yuno Gasai. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's Future Diary. Okay, yeah. We should have all learned the lesson from from that anime of don't do a yandere. Ah, see, it's I know it better as Mirai Nikki. Yeah. See, I wanted to say Mariah Nikki, but I keep... I get it confused with some other show that has Nikki in the name of it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, alright. Well, let's let's talk about some that you're watching. Because I know it looks a whole lot like I'm watching so much, but mostly it's just the fact that they're all fucking light novels, so... They all got... have multiple lines <laughs> for a name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm only watching... I'm only caught up on one of the ones that I'm watching by myself. So let's go over Hell's Paradise real quick. Uh, okay, tell me about Hell's Paradise. Increasingly, I like to explain shows in weird ways. So, again, bear with me. I'm going to tell you the story of Tenza. Tenza is one of the uh, Asaimon. The, uh, the swordsman executioners who were assigned to the criminals sent to Hell's Paradise in order to find the elixir of life. Tenza has blonde hair. He is a pretty handsome young man. He is assigned to a woman who is uh, Inuit, who has committed no crime other than being Inuit. And this is in a time period when, like, existing as an indigenous person in Japan was punishable by death, right? Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> he lear- he realizes that the criminal he's uh, charged with 
is not really a criminal in any meaningful sense of the word. And so he's yeah. vowed to protect her and keep her alive until they can find a way off of the island. Um, they shortly run into Shion. Shion was Tenza's teacher at the uh, Simon, right? Uh, Shion yeah. is completely blind, um, and he took Tenza under his wing because Tenza has, as Shion describes it, a lot of potential. He was a vagabond orphan, not really an orphan child, but essentially an orphan, you know, like the, the kind of child whose parents don't really give a shit about them, don't even, like, attempt to feed them or anything, right? They just kind of yeah. lay around and do nothing. Um, yeah. And so he took to, like, robbery and running gangs and shit and, and until he was accosted by samurai at one point. And then Shion uh, protected him from being murdered by the samurai afterwards. And uh, he became an Asaimon. He was unhappy. He was unhappy with this because he really wanted to just go back to his life of banditry. Um, mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. Shion said that if you want to stop being an Asaimon, you can, but you have to land a hit on me first. Just one hit, right? Yeah. Um, and after a talk with Azen, who was the first-ranked uh, Asaimon among the clan, um, Tenza's like, okay, I'll stick around and I'll try to get the hit in. And in the course, uh, obviously, in the course of trying to get a hit in, he grew attached to Xion and grew to love being in the clan, right? Yeah. So the two of them have a very deep bond. Um, anyway, they get attacked by one of the antagonists uh, of the series, a Tencent called Zhu Lin, if I remember correctly, or Zhu Jin, something like that. Uh, this, this creature is completely indestructible and pretty quickly mortally wounds Tenza, who then has to use every ounce of his energy just to distract this this thing long enough to allow the other two to escape with their lives. And Tenza, yeah. Tenza dies a very sad death at the hands of this creature. One of the... Actually, I think the very first one to die at the hands of one of the main antagonists. Um, okay. All of that happened in the course of maybe, like, 15 minutes of screen time for Tenza. Wow. Like, it is it is very efficient and good storytelling. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it uses its limited screen time to really get you to care about the characters you're seeing on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and for more of that with other characters, I recommend watching Hell's Paradise. Okay. <laughs> All right. Dr. Stone New World, what's your thoughts? Uh, the, the people on the boat have been petrified too long. <laughs> <laughs> We're on, like, episode yeah. three or four, I think, of Ryusui and Kinro and everybody. 
being turned to stone, and I I miss them. You know, like I love Senku, yeah. I love Gen, I love Kohaku, Ginro. I can take or leave, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But there really is just something missing without, like, Krom and the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. But I'm hoping I'm hoping that gets resolved pretty soon in the lead-up to the, uh, the confrontation with the Master. Yeah. Um, what, what are you that's, thinking about that's it? That's coming quick. Uh, I think it's pretty good. I I think it is being a little bit slow right now. And at the same time, it's lost some of its charm in like, like the, the charm of, of Dr. Stone is that there's some insurmountable, uh, <laughs> problem. And then he's like, Oh, well, I'm just going to science my way out of that. Right. And then he gives a, like a ridiculous, um, like path through the technology tree to get this thing done and and succeeds and that is one of the shows i think that is the show's strong suit and sure we got a little bit of it in this last one where they you know they do a cosmetics tree but it's like it's instantly handled yeah uh, um, they also did it with the earpiece too and that was pretty quickly handled as well yeah. Like, uh, it's happening so, a lot off screen nowadays. And I, I agree. It's, yeah. It's missing that. Now, like, I understand, like, you don't need to do a, a full thing to just, like, make something smaller or, uh, you know, do, do some of these things. But, um, but legit, the more we got, recent epi- we got, um, we got more in depth on how he created poo smell than we did on how he made the earpiece. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was a little frustrating. (laughs) Yeah. But I, you know, I, I still think it's good. I'm hoping for them to, resolve this plotline quickly and for it to not actually be the final resolution. I mean, we know it's not the actual final resolution, but want it to just move past this and get on to more of the same. Yeah, I'm ready to uh, I'm ready for them to be off this island, to be honest. This island is not as yeah. interesting as it could I, be. I was really hoping hoping for them to go to America. Yeah. And, and, you know, encounter whatever they may on the way. But instead um, we've gotten sidetracked with this bullshit on the, uh, the crash island, so. Yeah, and it, it really, it, with the fact that they have the, the petrification ability, it, it seems on some level, like, like, the author had no idea what to do next, and so they're like, oh, well, I can just resolve it real quick here. Right. Um, like, I could see them being like, yeah, the person who did it is gone, but he passed down his his stuff through us, the master, and 
uh, and, you know, we're the, the cause of it all, and you could just end that there, and then everyone comes back to life, yay! But that doesn't even make um, sense, because everybody on this island is descended from the astronauts who crashed, who had nothing to do with the petrification beam. So it's like, yeah, but why is someone, the petrification someone, beam here? Yeah, and, it, like, someone would have had to, like, travel across the world and come there and then become the master because... Right. I mean, honestly, the, there is no significant defense from a thing that wipes out all of humanity. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, you... <laughs> You have something better than a tactical nuke. But um, also, it doesn't make the, any sense for that person to do that, because they wanted all of humanity to be petrified, right? So they wouldn't go and lord over this tiny little island of people. They would have just shot the petrification beam out again and wiped their hands of it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's possible that they didn't... You know, like the uh, the... Tsukasa from from last season wanted to rule over a more simple time period or right return to monk uh <laughs> whatever you want to do basically I, I mean his just... his motivations made sense like technology made made us worse as a society in his eyes and so we live mm-hmm. a technologyless life like that that yeah. makes sense I don't agree with him I agree with him in some ways, mm-hmm. but I don't agree with him fundamentally, right? Yeah. But I can understand his motivation. Mm-hmm. The, that idea coming from the person who petrified the entirety of the planet doesn't doesn't motivationally make sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look forward to seeing what the actual answer is. Uh, moving on. Um, Oshinoko is something that you have not caught up with, and you must. Yeah, is it's... Is still the, the best anime of the season? It's the one thing but, I'm watching that's not on Crunchyroll, and so I just forgot about it for a while. It is intense. Uh, there's There's a... A very vivid depiction of someone spiraling mentally to the point where they attempt suicide. Oh Jesus! Um, like, like, as as someone who's been to that point, dude, legit, it's legit. And like, there have been several episodes that we have stopped afterwards and been like, "Whew! Well, enough anime for now." Because like, <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with we, that? <clears throat> We need to walk this off. Because, <laughs> uh, like, it's, it's, it is a serious anime, but it is a seriously good anime. Um, um, Skip and Loafer is, it's just, it's just happy and fun. I'm, we have disappointed. Thoughts, yeah. Yes. I am, <laughs> I am, I am honest. Like, this show is, uh, aside from what I what we ha- both have thoughts on, is filled to the brink with just good people. Yes, like like at every corner you turn, you see like someone is just being a good person. They're making good decisions. They're they're like yeah, I they they're, they're cool. They, that's the word they use for it pretty often. 
But, like, legitimately, these people are just rad people. I want every single one of these people to be my friends. <laughs> because they're just, they're just good people. They, they make, they, they make good decisions. They, they look at each other and like, I'm not gonna judge you based off of blah. I'm just going to, you know, I, I see who you are and I want to be friends with you. Um, Even one of the, the more uh... recent episodes, uh, the main character, uh, you know, is, is, is from, Kansai or, you know, the, right. the coast. Uh, and so she has a pretty pronounced accent. And she goes back home and they're like, oh, you're not practicing your, your city Japanese? And she's like, no, I, I, I learned I don't need to because my friends accept me for who I am. And I'm like, yes! Right. <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, but, like, they, they've got all the archetypes there. They've got the, um, you know, the, the girl who's so incredibly pretty and and she is really good friends with right now the um uh really nerdy uh girl who doesn't know fashion or anything like that and they don't treat it as like 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 definitely it's it's a trope that right but it's not there for like kicks and giggles it's It's there there because they genuinely made a connection in their conversations. Yeah, because they're friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not there as a punchline. They're there because the, you can be friends with people, even if you don't share the same, like, opinions. And uh, uh, one of the, the best parts about it is that um, the main character's aunt um, is a really nice up. person who's really caring and is also one of the very incredibly few uh, circumstances in which anime portrays transgendered people. Because well, 99% of the time, they just don't. Yeah. At all. Or they do Transgender people... Yeah, but 99% of the time, they just don't. Yeah. Like, most of the time, there is no representation at all. And then when there is, yes, it's usually a punchline. There is... No punchline with Skip and Loafer. Like, there's a reveal, but it does, it's not even, like, it's something you knew beforehand. Right. It's very point. obvious. Like, pretty yeah. much as soon as and, you meet her. Yeah. And, and then they go on and they, like, uh, one person, they, they can't have the, uh, sleepover party at their house, so they go over to the main character's house. And the aunt is like, all right, I need, you know, make sure you tell them, you know, about my, my biology and, and just so that there's no, you know, big hissy fits later. Right. And just like, it's, everybody's chill. It's like, okay. Yeah. They're like, cool, whatever. Cut to everybody in the room, just chilling. Yeah. Like, no, nobody is like, (gasps) or leaves or any of that. It's just like, or makes a thing out of it. Yeah, it's it's just, uh, and now for something completely different because that didn't like it's like okay whatever, yeah, uh, which is how it should be. Um, the problem though <laughs> is that they decided to give Shima a backstory. Yeah, he didn't and, need a backstory and, to begin with, and and the backstory they gave him is that like. See, I'm not even certain yet exactly what it is. He and a friend of his, a childhood friend, 
who is now a a an idol. I mean, I know what um, it is. What, what do you mean you don't know what it is? They, they went to a party, but but that's that's it. Like, no. So were they caught? So Shima rolled around with like like people who were older than him. He was a child star. So yeah, he would go to these parties where people would be like drinking and smoking and doing drugs and having sex. And yeah. one time he took this Ririka person out with him and she got like a picture was taken of her out doing this stuff that one time that she went with him. And so now she lords it over him because it, it really put a damper on her, uh, idol and modeling career. Right. Yeah. And, and so she's like, you have to pay penance with your life constantly in order to repay me for my mistake of going out with you this one time. See, they've so far they've only shown like a like a flashback of the party, like like a a half second flashback right. of the party. I and and she never really explicitly stated But um, from context clues, that's like that's what happened is But from context she's making it to be a bigger thing. Yes. It, I feel like there's something else involved. And she's blaming him for it. In ways that yeah. I think is unfair, at least with the knowledge that we have. Like, yes. like, sure, he he was the one initially doing this stuff, and he's the one who invited you out to this kind of party. But you said yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. As far as I know, he didn't drag you out there by the fucking toes or anything. Interesting choice of appendage. <laughs> but, like, we, we didn't need it at all. This is, this show should have just been, like, like those jars of marshmallow fluff. Just, like, spreading that across our faces, right? Yeah. That's what this it, show it, it should have been. been. But instead, yeah. now every now and then, we have to stop so he can brood over his dark past. <laughs> yeah and it's real unfortunate because it, like I had a great deal of respect for him before this and I lost a lot of that and he's still pretty chill as a person this. nowadays like yeah whatever he was before it's not who he is now yeah but but we didn't need it we didn't need no. this. <laughs> no, we didn't. It makes the show lesser. Yes. Yes, it does. Like, um, it, it was fine just seeing people trip through their social anxiety in high school, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what was making it good. Yeah. Um, I, I hope they resolve this quickly. Um, Same... I, like next episode quickly like let's yes, be done <laughs> I, yes that's what I'm feeling is it it needs to just be done yeah <sighs> okay which one next um alright we'll just keep going down the line Mashal 
Magic and Muscles. Uh, I started the last one, so uh, tell me what you feel. Uh, okay, so I'm not fully caught up on this one, because there was a recap episode in the middle of a 12-episode season, um, because they hate <laughs> us, and I just yep. kind of, I, I haven't gotten back to it since then. Um, I like it. So, the, first of all, the meme, Shoe Cream Funky Love is the best ending <laughs> Of any anime, possibly ever, but definitely of this season. <laughs> definitely this season. <laughs> um, mm. If you just wanted to watch the ending, like, like that's that, that would it's be worth fine. it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> just to hear somebody go chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Shoe cream. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, um, the show itself is pretty standard, I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. The protagonist gets a lot of points just for not being default anti anime protag uh, number five thousand seven hundred and eight. Um, yeah, because he has personality traits. Most of it boils yeah. down to liking shoe cream. But yep. <laughs> that is still a thing that is interesting about him. <laughs> yep. Uh, I like the way that he makes friends, which is mostly just that he doesn't bother, and then they they find themselves standing around him. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't make friends. Uh, friends they just make show him. up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he he just doesn't try and get rid of them when they show up randomly out of the blue. Like he fought the silver haired Siscon guy and and mm-hmm. like you think there's going to be like a rivalry or something there with the way it ends. Nope. But in the next episode, he's just standing with them like he's a part of the group now. <laughs> yep. And and internally within the group, uh, none of them like each other. No, they all they all, all either do not care for or actively hate each other. <laughs> yep. And oftentimes also mash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they kind of just end up around mash because. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what's holding this group of friends together. This is not yeah. This is not a Harry Potter uh, friend circle. Um, no, <laughs> no. There's the girl who fell in love with him instantly. There's the Siscon who fought him to a draw and then stands there because. And there's yeah. there's the. Uh, Honestly, the overactive um, sports guy is around more often than I thought he would be. He's mm-hmm. just there all of the time. And yep. and then there's the red-haired the guy who doesn't know how to even speak to a woman who is there for reasons. <laughs> yep. And none of them like each other, except, like, the girl likes M.A.S.H., Oh, and and yep. there's Mash's roommate who is exasperated by everything that he does ever. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, honestly, deserving. Yes. <laughs> 100% deserving. Yeah. And, and again, none of them like each other. They they barely even, like, hold civil conversations with each other. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why they are in the same room with each other at any given point in time. No, it it really doesn't make sense, aside from the fact that they are bound by... Honor? Mash? Mash? Um... Shoot cream? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely not shoot cream, though. I mean, let's let's be real. Yeah, most of them... They're constantly shitting on that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's a weird show. It would it be is, it, but it's it's good. If it weren't for the weirdness of Matt, <coughs> it would not be as good as it is. Like he carries yes. a lot of it just by being there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> Next uh, alright. Well, I'll do another one for me. Why Rayliana ended up at the Duke's mansion. I'm amazed you're still watching this. Dude, genuinely good. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's it's genuinely very good. Every time I see an um, image of it, it looks like a snooze. <laughs> it's it's not. It's very enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. What's it about? Uh, so... It's about how Rayliana ended up at the Duke's mansion. Correct. Uh, <laughs> it is about Rayliana falling in love with uh, one of the many characters that she is surrounded by. One of which is a girl. Um, a, a, a dame. She is a, a knighted woman who is in charge of her protection. And, uh... They are all... She is aware of the fact that she has been isekai'd and that... And she's familiar with the setting, which okay. has given her knowledge that that has gotten her into this position. Like, she knows she knows people's secrets. Wait, is this another isekai'd into a visual novel anime? Uh, it's actually... <laughs> it's uh, isekai'd into a real novel. Oh, Not okay. like a light novel a or book. a graphic novel. Like, a book. It's a book that she has read and she got isekai into Like it. if I was just uh, suddenly in the world of Jane Eyre. Yes, correct. Actually, very similar to that. Okay. Um, But she, for inexplicable reasons, uh, or at least reasons that we are not aware of, she has a problem with the Duke. Uh... But at the same time, she is supposed to have died. Like, she was supposed to have been killed by her... Her death starts the novel. Right. Um, her fiancé is supposed to poison her, and then that has uh, the protagonist, her best friend, come back from the the countryside or, or overseas or wherever she is, and then... They, the two of them interact, um, she and 
the Duke interact over time to solve the murder and, and solve problems, and then, yeah. Um, but to, you know, Wait, they avoid dying again. Yeah. This is a detective um, show? Yeah, yes. What? Well, not currently. Wait, is it like uh, Gothic they, it's, where it's, it starts as a detective show and then it becomes like weird, uh fantasy bullshit and then it becomes a war story currently it is more a um i believe the book is a um detective story but currently this is more a um uh political intrigue huh novel okay setting i guess um, I I think it's very enjoyable. I might have to watch uh, this one. This one sounds wonky. It it is, but it is it's something that we both very much enjoy. So, okay, weird. Um, My love story with Yamada Kun at level nine hundred ninety nine. This is sweet. It is. I like that. It uh, is sweet. I was really worried for a minute there. I, I was talking with you about this. I was super worried that they were introducing like a character who had a crush on the love interest. And then it was going to be like a thing. And that we were just going to have the worst character in anime in this show that is really sweet and good. And then it turns out that no, she's not that kind of character. She was just a mad no. that people were joining her friend yeah. group. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's cool with the person who joined her friend group. That's that's great. And then... It is. And then we did get the character who's also in love with the love interest. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Yep. God. Um, Uh. I want an anime entirely about Okamoto. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> the best friend who plays baseball. There's a good sports anime yeah. with him as the main character. Yeah. There is. <laughs> there is. <laughs> I love him. Mm. Um, I don't know. Not much to say about it beyond that. Just resolve no. this shit with the extra girl soon, please. I hate it. I always hate this in in romance anime. It's the worst part of every single one. Yep, it is. Just stop. Yeah. Stop pretending. (laughs) They're not going to not fall in love with each other. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. So just cut it out. Let's get to the good stuff. Now kiss. Yes. <laughs> um, so I did have another anime. I accidentally put this one in pink, but I, I am caught up on this one. Um, okay. Yeah, I just thought it was a continuation of Birdie Wing's name when I was looking at it. Ah. But uh, my home hero is constant cliffhangers still. Every single episode ends in a cliffhanger. And it's like, my heart can't take it. (laughs) 
I just want I mean, this family to could... be happy and move on with their lives. But they're not allowed to. <laughs> I could tell that was going to happen from the beginning. Yeah. And I thought I thought it would be fine, but it's stressful. Every episode is stressful. Like, mm-hmm. like, I thought it was finally resolved, right? Like, an episode ends with him having successfully framed somebody else in the organization for the death, for the murder, right? And mm-hmm. then, and then it, it, it's about to show us, like, how he did it. It, it cuts to a scene of his wife about to, like, uh, on top of the building, the apartment building the guy lives in. And it's like, okay, next episode, we're going to see how, how she did it, right? And we do. Uh-huh. And then that episode ends with the guy who was framed successfully getting away from being killed. And then calling up the guy whose son was killed and being like, I know how everything was done. This guy killed your son. And it's like, I can't take it anymore. I can't. <laughs> like... Yes, the guy killed somebody, right? That's a bad thing. Yeah. Don't kill people. Yeah. But also, yeah. he overheard the guy talking about how he was going to kill his daughter and how he had done it to other people in the past. So it's like, uh-huh. you kind of get it. It's not a good person who was killed here, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And And the guy who killed him is a genuinely good person. So it's like, yeah. just let him go back to his normal life. He doesn't deserve this. <laughs> if it was the police, I'd be like, yes, the police should know. If it was the police about to serve justice, I'd be like, yeah, you pay for your crimes, right? But this is like a quasi-Yakuza who are definitely going to get his family involved with whatever punishment they do to him. Mm. You know? Yeah. So, God, I just, I, I can't, I don't know if I can keep watching it. It's so good, but it's so hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I stopped. <laughs> uh, Tunikawa Over the Moon for You, season two, is getting to be frustrating. Yeah. Because it's just, it's still constantly like, could I do that? Could with I hold my his wife? <laughs> Man, this seems illegal for me to do with the woman I'm legally married to. Right? <laughs> um, there is zero chance that they ever have sex ever. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean in the anime because of course not. It's this isn't like. This is an X-rated. You mean ever in their lives? I mean, literally never in their lives will they have sex. They will never consummate their marriage. One of them is immortal. So, like, uh, in the most recent episode, we even get a look at the fact that she is immortal. Um, Because, like, they've hinted about it, like, eight million times. Um, But the... They they show a flashback where the, to like seventeen hundred 
<laughs> no, no, the grandmother. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. The grandmother is shown as a child with current aged wife. Um, oh my comforting God. her. <laughs> yeah. So like, if not immortal, very long lived. Yeah. She 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 can live forever. <laughs> uh, and never have sex. Right. Ever. Wait, wait. Maybe if she has sex, she stops being immortal. Oh. Then she should really get fucked soon. <laughs> um. I will say, like, we Dead thought Mount- banished from the hero's party that couple would never consummate their marriage, and then they did in the anime, so. Yes, and I was <laughs> so happy for that. <laughs> we really thought uh, that one was just going to be sweetness all the way through. <laughs> yeah, and then they fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we got uh, that over with. Yeah. Dead Mount Deathplay. This show is awesome. It is. <laughs> this show is very awesome. There are no caveats with this one. Like, oh, cliffhangers. Oh, th- this one bad storyline going on in it. No. Every single second of this show is awesome. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, it, it definitely is. I love the two cops uh. who clearly have more going on than just, like, oh, we're looking into, like, weird shit that happens. Like... There's, especially the blonde guy, so much going on with that character. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's got so much, like, black-haired guy, like, we know he has baggage. We've seen his that baggage. That guy is ex-Yakuza. Like, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, like his, his baggage has come out. We've seen it. It's, it's, it's all out there for display. Blonde hair has so much baggage we have yet to see. Yeah. Like, like we're just starting to get a glimpse into the bag of baggage that he has. Yeah. Um. Ah, oh, man. And, and it's a. Uh, are you? Did you see the latest episode? Uh, when did it come out? Uh, I don't know when it came out. Uh, but it ended with uh, the zeppelins in the air. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fucking absolute confirmation that he was not reincarnated in a different world, but just like yeah. his time it's, is a different time of our world. It's it's like way in the future or past. Yeah. The, wild. Yeah. Wild. And coming off the heels of the ghost in the pen being the blonde-haired guy's former friend. Uh-huh. Like... So much happened in, like, five minutes at the end of that episode. <laughs> yeah. And that's coming off right. the heels of the big the, the big stuff that went down with, like, the fire at the, the Shinoyama house and shit. Yeah. My god. Um, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. Uh, yeah. How much have you gotten through I haven't. This? I haven't. Where I was, was the before, last thing you remember? where I was before, the, uh, fucking, I don't remember, is the thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how much so I remember. We, we reached a point where, um, uh, what's her name? I never remember the names of these characters. Right, uh, I have problems but... remembering every single anime character that isn't in One Piece. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, Seleta, and who's the other one? List of characters. Miorine. Alright, so Miorine is uh goes to Saleta and is like please like I I I want you to stop flying this. I want you to stop fighting. I I would you like would you do this? And she's like, No, because mommy doesn't want me to. And and she's like would you do something mom told you? Would you, like, would you kill someone if your mom told you to? And would you like, jump yeah. off a bridge? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and she, she like, she thinks for half a second and then is like, yeah. Wow, um, like, no hesitation. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, and and the other the other question was like, you know, if if your mom told you to give up all your your dreams at school, which was a big thing, is like she's got this list of dreams she wants to achieve at school, right? And she asks her like, if if your mom told you to abandon those, would you? And she's like, sure. Uh Jesus. And 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 so immediately we're like, well, I, I don't like Saleta anymore. Like, like that's the main character, right? As the yes, that's the main character. Um, and and, and it's like well, I I I genuinely do not like you anymore as a character. I I could not care what happens to you at this point because you are such a shitty waste of character. Um, damn. But then 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 Gundam became Gundam. Uh huh. And Gun- Gundam is known for two things. One. Political Spicy, intrigue. sexy, hot, uh, mobile suit battles with fan-fucking-tastic sound design and awesome choreography and just, yes. ah, beauty in space as people are dying. And number two is political intrigue and backstabbing. Yeah. <laughs> and there was, like, 30 backstabs in a row. In, like, one episode? Uh, it, it, like two or three, okay. but like it never stopped. It it never stopped. Just never ending um, shifting loyalties and factions appearing and disappearing. Do do you remember the uh, pre the prologue to this? Yes, where there's the girl who's like singing uh, "Happy Birthday in Space." Yeah, uh, that's not Saleta. Just in case you were confused. What? Uh, that's Saleta's, um, sister clone. What? Uh, Saleta's technically a clone of her. Uh, Eric was the name of the, the girl back then, who is Aeriel. Um, also... Is what? Uh, they're... The, the Gundam. What? <laughs> yeah. Also, Prospera, the mother, um, is, like, fucking murdering people on Earth. And backstabbing Miorine, and, uh, like, all the secrets are coming out of, uh, like, Gwell killing his dad, and, uh, they, they stop the, the, those people, and then, like, there's so much shit happening. I need to catch up on this. <laughs> yes, you do! Cause it so was that's just, like, cutesy school shit. Yeah, no, no. It was, it was setting up for, the bomb to drop, and they <laughs> dropped both fucking fat boy and and 
Like, both of them got dropped same time. <laughs> Slim Pickens riding down along with it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It, and it, it went from being like, man, I I hate Saletta, to immediately after being like, I feel bad for Saletta after <laughs> watching her just... Like, her world got not turned upside down. Her world's just gone. So, it just doesn't like everything exist Everything that had meaning in it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not taken away. It's ripped away from her. Jesus. <laughs> and it kicked her while she was down. Uh, um, wait. I'll, I'll, before we move on, one more question. Yeah. The guy with the hair. Well, yeah. Is he still alive? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I liked his character hair. a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, he he, he plays uh, a lot of um, center roles in the the last few episodes. Okay. All right. Tell me about Birdie Wing. Uh, I am not caught up on it since we watched it. That's oh, why okay. it's in pink. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Alright, in that case, uh, the Cafe Terrace and its goddesses is plot. And if you're putting it just on my side, that means this would be the last time I will talk about it. Because <laughs> it's not that great. It's really not. And honestly, I like plot. Plot. Uh, Air quotes. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's not worth it in this one. It's not good enough plot for me to be willing to to watch these supremely unlikable characters. Yeah, that's what I heard since putting it in the both category. Like I heard from a lot of different sources that it after the first episode it just becomes intolerable. Yeah, and so I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. <laughs> Uh, is the plot well, that's at least anime. good still? I mean, there's this. It's good plot. It's just not worth the rest. Right. The actual plot. Yeah. <laughs> the plot isn't worth the plot. Yeah. Okay. So let's move All on. All right. To something different, we're we're gonna we're gonna do something a little bit different for Game Facts today. I want to give you a peek behind the curtain at what other people consider Game Facts. Okay. Um, I, I so have no I idea what up, we're doing here. I know I sprung it on you. <laughs> I I I looked up several high profile um, uh, video game facts um, lists. Okay. Uh, and, and I want to, I want to read you. Here, can you like the... screen share or something with me? Yeah, I could do that. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Let's, let's see. Uh, share your screen. Let's do, I think this is the one. Yeah, sure. Go live. So this is an example. This is a very, very common example. Um, uh, Fact number one, as of 2020, there are more gamers than ever. Okay. Yeah, that's just yeah. like people, <laughs> there are more people than ever. <clears throat> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> that's that is what things tend to do is increase in number. Uh, everything except for my salary goes up. Uh, prices go up, including of games. Like uh, I kind of want to play the new Zelda game, but it's seventy bucks, and I don't have seventy bucks to drop on a game. I am going to play Final Fantasy 16 when it drops later this month, though. 70 bucks yeah. right now. Yeah. But that's just uh, me. Let's see. Gamers, uh, gamers actually ha- agree on the worst <laughs> video game of all time. None of them have played yeah. it. Literally none of them have played it. Everybody yeah, agrees um, that Atari E.T. is the worst video game, and nobody's played it. See, but the thing is, like... like I, I don't agree. Like, there are way worse games than Atari E.T. Yeah, I mean... The, I'm not saying it's, it's not bad. <laughs> there um, are games that yeah, don't it, play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are. There is at least a um, beginning and an ending to Atari E.T. And it doesn't fuck yeah. up in the middle. <laughs> yeah, and, and then there's, there's games that do play. Um, that, like... Um, uh, what's that game where you're a uh, sociopath and you go out and hatred? You, you just yeah yeah you just kill people. Yeah, that's a Th- worst that, game. That game that that's it. That's a worst game. That's and a game made is, with hatred. Yeah, it's a game where you can play it from beginning to end, and there's a middle and everything. And the problem is that all of that is terrible and awful yeah. and no good and very bad. Um, gaming definitely uh, isn't just for kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is this is a lot of a, a lot of the crap that comes up. Uh, let's look at another one of these. Um, the nineteen forty seven early video games use interactive electronic devices. Hey, guess what? The twenty twenty three video games also use interactive electronic devices. <laughs> that is what makes them fucking video games, right? The fact that they are on video, which is an electronic device. The earliest video games use interactive electronic devices, which have different types of display formats. Guess what? My computer is an interactive electronic device, which has different types of display formats. (laughs) It was a cathode ray tube amusement device. It was a CRT television. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, five other top early video games were created by the end of 1961. Who cares? This is not a fact people want to know. (laughs) The first home Um, video game console was released in 1972. The Brown Box, a prototype Uh built by Ralph, Ralph Bayer after the approval by Sanders Associates Company. Which turned into the Magnavox Odyssey. Cool. Yeah. uh, Nobody cares. Nobody's Uh, ever played a Magnavox Odyssey. Video games can be played through several ways and means. No shit! (laughs) Now... I didn't know! I've only been playing with a controller on my computer my whole life. There are other ways to play a video game? This constitutes the vast majority of what you find when you look up video game facts. Now, there's another very large percentage 
if you try and get more detailed about things. Uh-oh. So, like, this one. Um, so this is, this is, like, infographics and stuff. Um, a gamer completed Dark Souls using a rock band guitar. Cool. Grand Ooh. Theft Auto was supposed to be a racing game. <gasps> uh, yeah, everybody uh, knows that one. Come on. Yeah. That's not a... F- uh... That's not an interesting the ga- fact. <laughs> the Game Boy was the first video game console played in space. That isn't the least bit surprising. Right. It was the first like, popular handheld gaming device. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate is the longest running game ever. What does that mean? Oh, uh, it takes 693, it takes 693 hours 693. to finish. Okay. Yeah. That's too long. Monster Hunter, get it get it <laughs> yeah. under control. I like you, but uh, not my, that much. And then there, there lots of things like, they just pick one fact about a game, and they go with it. Minecraft is the best-selling video game. Uh, Super Mario Land, they say land, but it's not land. Super Mario World is the game that has these facts. Uh, so they're, they're already wrong uh, that uh, when you break the blocks, the blocks are actually mushroom people. The the people of the... They're, they're toads. Man, people told each other that on fucking fifth grade schoolyards. Get the fuck out uh-huh. of here. Uh-huh. And surprisingly, it was one of the, the true things and not the, the part about um, uh, what's his name taking out his ribs so that he could suck his own dick. Uh, Marilyn or Manson? that if you, yeah, yeah, or that if you flushed all of the toilets in the school at the same time, that it would just flush the entire to- school down the drain. <laughs> Another common one. Um, the yeah, biggest well, video this... game collection has a library of over twenty thousand games. Ooh, I, 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 I guarantee you, there are more. There's hundreds of people, maybe even thousands of people, that have a Steam library for <laughs> 20,000 <laughs> I mean, I bet there's someone in my friends list who has a Steam <laughs> library of Hold on, let's check games. Dom's Steam. <laughs> I, well, not, not Dom, I don't... I don't think he will, but... But there's definitely someone that does. For sure. <laughs> the PlayStation um, 2 is the best-selling gaming console of all time. Yes, I trot this out. Every time anybody talks about, oh, a game console sold, blah, 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 it doesn't matter. The PS2 yeah. sold better than anything ever will. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Everybody knows this. Um, let's see. Oh, wait, we got the yeah, same... This, this, a gamer this, completed this, this Dark is... Souls. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know yeah. who it is Benjamin, now. Benjamin Bearsley Gwynn. There is a fact on here that we have covered uh, about Carrie Swidecki um, playing for 138 hours of Just Dance. Okay. We covered, we covered that recently. Yeah. Uh, it did not come from this list. Uh, <laughs> what a what a game to play nonstop and get the world record <laughs> nonstop... Uh, gaming yeah. session like why just dance why why do you have to put so much physicality into it mm-hmm. but like there's there's a lot of these facts where it's just like we're we're going to pick 
a fact or two about a game and then like leave you there. Oh wait, and scroll back you're up. You're not going to learn anything. The fog in Silent Hill wasn't entirely a design choice. Another one everybody yeah. knows. They couldn't make uh-huh. things look right all the time in the game, so they put fog up so that you couldn't see everything all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a fact that we've covered. Oh shit, Scott also... Pilgrim's favorite fact. Yeah, Puckman. Man. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Mario porn exists. Thanks, we knew that. Yeah, we know. We've seen. <laughs> I mean, uh... <laughs> and people also already know that Nintendo bought the rights to Mario porn. Yeah. So, like, a lot of these are iconic facts, but in a vacuum, they don't mean anything. Right. It's just listing bullshit. Yeah. Battlezone is the first commercially successful 3D game that was used by the U.S. Army to train their tank gunners, which is also not necessarily true because they built a different version of the game to train tank gunners. Right. It wasn't Battlezone. It was... It wasn't Battlezone. It's actually significantly different because they changed it to be more accurate to the, the specific type of tank. And it's not just tank gunners. It was to work with a particular tank. Right, because um, it, people seem to forget this, but different tanks actually work differently. And you have to be trained to work with the specific kind of tank you are going to be in. You yeah. can't just hop from and, one tank to the other. <laughs> There are similarities, it's, it's a, but... <laughs> you you get in a car, you can drive the car, presuming you, you know how to drive shift, too. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, if uh, Assuming you know how to drive manual and automatic, you could drive any, any car. car that exists. That is not true for anything else that exists. Um, planes. Every plane is different. You cannot get into a plane... And then just fly it commercially. You spend hundreds of hours in training on a specific plane before you are able to take it commercially. Yeah. Like, and, you, you and don't like, pilot and, and, a Boeing 757 for 20 years and then hop into a Cessna and be like, yeah, I can fly this. Yeah. Yeah. You, you like, and, or, or, you know, sure, those are very different types of planes. Uh, an Airbus A380 is, a completely different control scheme and it handles differently and it's got different um like <laughs> like mechanisms in it uh, it's you you cannot take jump from one plane to another uh it is it is not allowed you are licensed per plane type yeah and it's um, the same with like boats like you don't jump yeah. from you know driving a pontoon boat to driving a yacht like yeah, I, <laughs> entirely I've, different things. I've, I've taken many a canoe. That doesn't mean that uh, <laughs> Jeff Bezos is going to let me uh, ride his yacht that he can't get out of Amsterdam because they won't let him. Which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe you shouldn't have built it there. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> So, so you might think like, all right, you just you just googled um, video game facts. So I I pulled up specific thing. 
one of our favorite characters, Sonic. Is <laughs> so he, I looked up is he one Sonic of the Hedgehog game facts. Oh, of course. Everyone loves Sonic. Okay. Everyone loves Sonic. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so looked up some facts for this, and it's still not really anything detailed about the development and stuff. Like, we've got the fact that he's supposed to be able to swim because uh, the lead programmer didn't think that hedgehogs could swim. They definitely can. They, they're avid swimmers. <laughs> but he, 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 he didn't think they could, so they drown, uh, Sonic drowns in water. Um, uh, speed was inspired by speed running. Yeah. This this is kind of a thing that everyone knows, but also like it doesn't really tell you anything, right? Um, uh, I also hate how this reads. This one says, "Yeah, he can't run without sleep." Can we take a moment to appreciate a health icon? Fuck you! <laughs> I hate the way you write. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then, then like, they go on to talk about, like, th- this fact is about the Sonic the Hedgehog, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, which gave the, uh, the Sonic, um, Sonic Says, at the end of each episode, was the, the segment. Sonic Says, and then it would be like, don't smoke, remember kids? Or like, remember kids, if someone touches you inappropriately, then That's tell your- no good. Yeah, that's no good. Um, but instead of doing the like, interesting ones, like, hey, if someone touches you inappropriately, <laughs> that's like, no like, good. What, what the fuck? Is Sonic telling me this is kind of weird. Uh, no, they they pick you should you should get sleep. Sleep's good. Um, he had a human girlfriend. Like, like yeah. Yeah. Which, they're not even talking about the one I instantly thought of, which was the girlfriend from Sonic 2007. Which they give lip service to at the very end of this. (laughs) Why Um, a human girlfriend made it into the 2006 Sonic the Hedgehog game, we'll never know. I know, because they always wanted him to have one. And who doesn't know that his middle name is Maurice? I didn't. Actually. <laughs> it's because it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> right. I learned that, and I don't care, and I'll forget it by tomorrow. Yeah, this is not a fact people care about. Um, Alright, I need to look ahead. Uh, does it talk about... Um, no. doesn't talk at all about how you know the development of the music was inspired by Michael Jackson, and that they actually got Michael Jackson to write the music to one of the games. Which, and, didn't Yuji Naka recently confirm that? Yeah. Yeah, like... Like, it's... it was a rumor for a very, very long time, and then Yuji Naka was just like, yeah, we got him for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... That's a very interesting fact. <laughs> that That is an actual fact about the game that... But this is just like, hey, let's let's talk about the character. The, the, the character's made up. Right. I don't like, care like, about Sonic as a person. 
I do not give a shit that his father died due to nuclear waste. Like, that, that... His personality was inspired by Bill Clinton? So does he rape Uh women, too? (laughs) No, he just gets his dick sucked a little. (laughs) Uh, By Madonna. Has Sega bought the rights to Sonic porn yet? (laughs) (laughs) Ah... These are the questions uh, that should be asked, not whether Dr. <laughs> Eggman was destined to be the hero. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <sighs> also, this is a wild fact. One of the proposed ideas for their company mascot was a caricature of Teddy Roosevelt in pajamas. Didn't there... Didn't their uh, mascot used to just be a guy? Yeah, yeah, it's, um... Like, Alex? No. Damn, I don't remember. I mean, there was... Yeah, yeah, Alex Kidd in 1986. Yeah. Video game mascots are weird. Why Teddy Roosevelt? (laughs) Right, like, that's the interesting part. Because what y'all can't see this, but what it says is, when the time came to design a new company mascot, one of the proposed ideas was a caricature of Theodore Roosevelt in pajamas. While the little teal hedgehog was eventually chosen, this design evolved into an egg-shaped character, who eventually became Dr. Eggman. But, like, who, why? Like, like, like how, how, did, how did that path happen? Tell me more. <laughs> what, like, like... <laughs> why was one of the proposed ideas... Teddy Roosevelt in pajamas. Yeah. These are Japanese people. I mean, technically it started as a U.S. company. Did it? But, yeah, it but it was, did. But it was designed, like, entirely in Japan, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't speak to this decision. <laughs> um, and even if they are American, yeah. that only makes it slightly less weird. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, I, I like Teddy Roosevelt as much as the next guy, in that I don't. Yeah, like, same. But, <laughs> but still, why? Yeah. So that's you, that's kind of I this this is this I wanted to bring this up because it's it's not like I can just. You know, Google uh, just dance game facts and then get something interesting for the episode. I have filth to muddle through. Right. The Gamer and Forbes keep putting out useless fucking listicles. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> and and then, like, I have to, like, ev- every time I do game facts, I have to do 
actual literal research for it. <laughs> like, it's not just a nice little let's let's Google this and see what comes up. It's like let's see what's on the Wikipedia. Yeah, I I I technically could end it all with citations <laughs> because <laughs> outside of that, the only facts that exist are these. Great and. These aren't good facts. No. Nobody wants this. Uh, before we move on, what was that Amazon page that was open that was like, my murder or something? Oh. <laughs> A novel by Katie Williams. Okay. Uh, it, was, it was it was really well... Um, uh, Spoken about to Promoted. You. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I would, thought I would look it up. I'm waiting for it to come to my my library though okay but yeah anyways <sighs> jumping ahead we're talking about a light novel not really but not actually <laughs> it's time for Kino's journey uh you did not write a recap again no I didn't but that's that's fine it's fine These, because this is manga yeah and it's there's so we are going to jump back to light novels for the the rest of the month. I'm going to pick a different series and we're going to go back to that. Uh, Just because it is it is hard to... Uh, it's hard to write a recap for a manga for me. I don't know why it just is. Like, I, I sit down and I try and I'm like, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> but... Okay. I think part of it is that... I mean, let's just jump into it. There's only really, like, two stories here, and with this book, I'm I'm very much feeling the, this would be better reading the light novel. Yes, yeah. I, I was also very confused. Uh, did you read the, the prologue and epilogue little bullshits? Uh, yeah, the little des- desert things. Yes, but there's also the one about, like... The two of them were getting, like, voted on for presidency. What? And then, let me go get it. I'm, I'm still listening. You you talk. Um, are you talking about the special short story, The Land of Commercialization? Because I didn't read that. Why not? Uh, I don't know. Because I'd read everything else. Ah, uh, okay. No, I I got got it mixed up. There's an excerpt from Kino's Journey: The Beautiful World, Volume One, Chapter Two: The Land of Majority Rule. Um, and oh, it's at the beginning of the page, uh, or at the beginning of the novel. Yeah, at the very beginning. Yeah, it's, I, it's I skipped the, the, over the this full... because it would have just made me miss reading a light novel more. <laughs> yeah yeah but it's it's very interesting because uh the land of majority rule is the first chapter of this book yes um and and this this front page was an excerpt from wait the land of majority rule wait there's more people than the one in this. novel correct correct they all are voting um what? It's a very different story. Like, an entirely different story. What the fuck? Uh-huh. 
What is this? And manga? It was very confusing to me. <laughs> Because, like, I was thrown off it with the first manga. Like, there was the little excerpt of her riding on the motorcycle or the motor rad with the original Kino, right? And, which yeah. never happens in the original story. And so I'm like, okay, well, they just cut that for time. They cut that for page count, right? Yeah, sure. But, but that's just... This is entirely different from the story we read. Yes, completely. In every way. It it could not be more different. What the fuck? So, anyways, the first story is um, the Land of Majority Rule, where they go up to a city that's very well taken care of, and then they ride around in it, and there's no one there. Which is oddly reminiscent of the second story from the last book, where they show up to a place, and at least that one was cared for by robots, but... This uh, one is there was just still no one there. Inexplicably cared for. Yeah. Um, and so going through, uh, they they finally, uh, they 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 stumble upon a extensive graveyard, like really extensive. It extends like, into oh. the horizon. Yeah. Like, well, I guess we now know where... Everybody went. <laughs> everybody went. And so, the next day, they're you know planning on leaving, and they run into someone. The last person alive. Take it away. Um, and then we learn the story of what happened here, and it's the French Revolution. Um, yeah. It, it's just the French Revolution. To a T, really. They had kings Mm -hmm. for a very long time, and then ten years ago, there was an exceptionally bad king, although he makes a note of saying that most of the kings were bad, Um, and they organized a revolution, and they overthrew the king, and then they decided to have a democracy where everybody votes on everything, and what they tended to vote on was... Whether or not to execute people they disagreed with. Yeah. And, and eventually they just Robespierre'd their way out of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's that's it. And then he tries to... He begs them to stay in the country. And Kino's like, nah, dude, you sound crazy. And then mm-hmm. he pulls a gun on her. And she's like, nah, dude, you're still crazy. And then she just rides yeah. away. Yeah. I like the threat, though, at the end. <laughs> Where <laughs> he's like, you, you, you should come and we'll, we'll make this a better place. And she's like, yeah, y- you know that if you come, uh, Motorrad and I can uh, outvote you and then you'll die. Right. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I, let, me, I, let me find that real quick. Hermes. Um. Okay, here we go. So he's pointing the gun at her, and she's like, are you trying to threaten us now? And then he fucking pops open the gun, and he's like, no, I can't. I mustn't. If I use this, I'd be no different from those foolish kings, which he's already not, and he just doesn't realize it. Mm-hmm. Every choice must be based on what the majority de- majority desires. It's the only way to avoid causing a fatal mistake. 
isn't that right? And then Kino's just like, should you really be asking us that? What would you do if Hermes and I both said, no, you're wrong? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's immediately like, get out now, never come back. Yeah, because she, she did one of those great things where you fundament, fundamentally attack somebody's like identity, right? Like, yeah. It is, it is a part of him that cannot be changed. He 100% believes with every cell in his body that decisions should be, be, should be made on majority rules, right? Yep. And he thinks that even though he is the last person left alive in the city, he did it the right way. Mm-hmm. And he can't handle having that question. Yeah. It's a it's an interesting story. I thought it was very interesting. I thought it was a very good story. Uh that would have been much better in a light novel format. Right. Right. Um I mean my my issue is just that like especially knowing that the light novel version is apparently incredibly different. Uh uh-huh. This is just it, it is just the French Revolution. We're we're in the aftermath of what 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 happens if you let that go on to its extreme endpoint, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> like what if the, we don't this. kill Robespierre? Yeah. Yeah, it just keeps on going and everyone dies. Yeah. Uh I was much more interested in the second story. This one this one was wild, actually. So, uh-huh. they end up in the land of peace. And they're shown around, and she has some good food, and everybody's, like, very happy, and they, they've got a lot going for them. And then they're taken out to witness one of the wars held between this country and the rival country. But they make a point of saying that in this war... No citizen of either country dies. Which I kind of glossed over that wording initially. I don't know if you did. Oh, I, I, I knew exactly what was going on, unfortunately. Oh, did you? Because I was yeah. caught off guard by... Um, so they, they ride out to the middle of a wasteland. And then there's a native tribe that lives in the wasteland. And they divide the native tribe's land in half and start murdering people. And yep. they weigh who wins the war by whose corpses weigh the most at the end. Yeah, they literally weigh who wins the war. Um, it was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's not even the end of it, because, like, they, they go back and they're talking to the museum director, and the museum director is like, well, you know, the people we knew were dying all the time in these endless wars, right? So this is a better way for us to hold it. It saves us on a lot of grief. And it's like, if you only look at yourselves, she's right. If you don't look outside of your own narrow world, yeah, the, it, it does save you a lot of heartache and grief. Um, yeah. 
And then Kino is leaving the town, and she gets held up by some of the tribe's people, who are also doing the thing that the cities were doing. They're like, they slaughter us for no reason, leave the bodies where we cannot reach. Um, we have no way of retaliating against them because they have superior technology and weaponry. So we're just going to vent our anger out on you. It has no re- mm-hmm. it's no fault of your own. Um, but we're going to do this. And so she ends up in the position where she has to kill one of them. Which I think is the first time we've seen her actually use her her gun. Her peacekeeper. Persuader. Persuader, that's what the, the euphemism is. Yeah. Yeah. Um sucks. Yeah, it does. It was it was a real bummer of a story from from start to finish. Yeah. Any any other thoughts on it? No, I I guess I I will give my thought on the uh, the intro and outro. Okay. Um, the desert part, which is yeah, which is uh, I thought absurd because they <laughs> I didn't quite get what was happening there. The prologue is deep in the desert. B. And the epilogue is deep in the desert, I think, A. Oh, okay. So it showed us the aftermath before showing us the beginning. And there are some situations in which uh, that, you know, is is an artsy thing to do. Quentin Tarantino does it a lot. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's some classic examples where it's, it's really good. Uh, this was not one of those. There was no purpose behind it. It just left me confused. No. I, I, I yeah. genuinely didn't get that until just now. <laughs> yeah, I got it, but I was like, why? Why would you choose to do this? This adds nothing to it, and it kind of detracts from it as well because we know the ending. Right. And it's a bummer because I do like those little in-between parts, right? Me too, yeah. But, like, she's not in any town or country or anything. She's just in-between places, and we just see the the actual journey. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it was done weird this time around. Um, and then there was another ending thing that was... Actually, I have a couple more thoughts. I'm going to get through this, and then I have okay. I have another thought. Um, but the weird conversation that she and Hermes have at the very end about which flavor of ramen is the best. Yeah, it doesn't fucking say what hers is. It doesn't. It doesn't say what hers is for like <laughs> no reason. And why does Hermes have an opinion on it to begin with? He's mm-hmm. a motor rad. He cannot uh-huh. eat ramen. Yeah. What the fuck was that conversation? <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, he's a motor rat, a two-wheeled vehicle, which refers only to vehicles that do not fly. Okay. <laughs> Did you bust out the definition from the the first lo- no, or no, manga no, for that it's, one? No, it's it's in the afterward special short story. Oh, is it? The Land of Comicalization. Commercialization. Comicalization. I'm 100% positive it was commercialization. It's literally the thing I am reading in oh my, my fucking God. face. It is you comicalization. Dipshit. You fucking, fucking dipshit. No, dude, <laughs> you know what happened? You're I read that. I read that. And then I said, my brain said, that's not a word. That says commercialization. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. You're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one was kind of pointless. Yeah, I didn't read that one. <clears throat> um, I think I would really love to read this light novel. Right. And one day, I hope to be able to uh, properly read Jap- Japanese so that I could do that. Because I refuse to read this butchered English version. It's It's just very... There's clearly a lot of good ideas in the light novels. And they aren't coming across well in the manga yeah they're they're failing to execute and and i think that's that's what i realized that led me to say like we need to go back to light novels is like this is it's not a bad read but i'm feeling the loss yeah you know but one more thing um I was under the impression that Kino and Hermes could talk to each other, but Hermes could not talk to other people. Oh, no, 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 no. Hermes could talk to everyone from the beginning. Could he? Because, like, yeah. like in the very first story, he was talking, like, directly to her, and nobody else seemed to be responding to the to, to him speaking to her. Yeah, well. So that left me with the impression that, like, it was like a form of telepathy or something. That, like, he was speaking to her directly and nobody else could hear it. Yeah, I always thought that he could speak. Okay. Because it was now, weird it to might... me in the first story when he was speaking to the uh, the last remaining guy. I mean, it's it's a motor rad, so it is known to be a thing that can converse. Right. Like, pe- people are aware of what a motor rad is and that it can talk. Uh, it might be a telepathy thing, but it might be a thing where he can choose to... I see. You know, not, not broadcast. Maybe he was curious enough in that story to directly talk to someone who wasn't Kino. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, I don't really have anything else. I think I covered it all. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty good. Time to talk about what we're doing next week, which is the news. Yeah, I've already, already started. Which quite a bit of. Yeah. No, not all of those might make it in, but some of them will. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, this third week is a you week you get to decide what we're doing because it's hot shit in the media that made us so you get to pick which one of those two oh shit uh and you have not collected 
any new hot shit? No, I haven't. <laughs> Despite me providing a place for you. Oh, did you? Yes. You're typing something. Yes. In the place where there should be future hot shit. Oh. Oh, I see. Yeah. I didn't do that. I really don't know. Uh, do I have to choose? Can't you just choose? Uh, okay, we're gonna do hot shit. Okay. So, uh, what movie are we doing? Fuck me! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Now we're left with the problem, once again, of there's no way to, like, go on Amazon Prime and be like, what's the lowest rated shit on here? Triple X. Triple X? Yeah. You know, Triple X. The Vin Diesel, uh... Hold on, no. Hold on. I do know of a way we can do that. Free V comedy movies. What? You can watch Freevee via Amazon Prime. Freevee is a service that, like, there will be ads during the movie, but you don't have to subscribe to the service or anything. Yeah. Um, comedy movies. What about it? Because comedies have infinite potential to be bad. Um, and Freevee comedy movies, because if you're on Freevee, that means nobody else wanted you. Uh, Back to the Future and Dread are both on freebie. Are they really? Yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Hold on. This one can't be good, though. This this is called The Librarian, Quest for the Spear. What about Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity? I saw that. That one has to be... That one's like Lamageddon. That's a, that's a clear joke movie. 1987, though. Shit, I lost it. So it's it. not Lamageddon. I lost it. It's gone. Where did freebie comedy movies go? Fuck. Because I had clicked through on the librarian quest for the spear, and then I went back, and then it fucking reloaded everything. 2022 movie. Astonishing Tales oh, of go. Terror. Rock to Pussy. Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. It's a 1987 R-rated film. <laughs> it's got nudity in it. <laughs> wait, wait, Freebie has the Velocipaster. Yeah. I don't want to watch that. I mean, that. I'm pretty sure that was just on Amazon Prime, too. My, my vote is for Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. <laughs> okay, we'll watch Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out. All right, well, we will see y'all next time. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, if you watched this, uh, how? And also, thanks for watching it. Um, I did want to announce that I'm going to go back to streaming sometimes. Oh! Uh, Wombat Millennial. 
on Twitch. I'm going yeah. to be streaming uh, Steam games and RuneScape, mostly. Okay, so don't bother going to Wabat Millennium. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you okay. can contact us at glowingweekpointpodcast at gmail.com. This is ending really weirdly. It is. We have weird energy going out today. Yeah. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> um, I blame Kino's Journey, Slave... the manga. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping that Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity would excite me enough to, to finish this up. but uh... I mean, just keep saying it, though. Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. So it's got a good sound to it. Is it's that gonna feeling be good? Super trash. Campy <laughs> and serious. <laughs> you can't be both. <laughs> it, the, it says the genres are science fiction, suspense, and then it says campy, and then it says serious. <laughs> so. Those aren't genres, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. Science fiction and suspense are. Yes. Campy and serious are not. No. Oh, actually, another movie recommendation. Once again, An Evening with Be- Beverly Lufflin. Awesome movie. But also, I watched the the new Renfield movie with Nicolas Cage and Nicholas Holt. Ugh. How was it? It's fantastic. It's <laughs> so good, dude. It's, I mean, I love seeing Nicholas Holt in anything. He's like one of my favorite actors. Whenever I see him, I know it's going to be good. Um, yeah. Nicholas Cage. It could go either way. This one went in the good way. Um, and then... Uh, with also major roles, Aquafina and Ben Schwartz, both fantastic. Okay, it's it's more gory than I was expecting. Just as a warning, like like nobody yeah. who watched the movie with me was expecting it to be as like gory as it is. Mm-hmm. But it's not gory in like a gross kind of way. You're you're gonna be laughing at it. <laughs> Okay. And Nicolas Cage is great. Nicholas Holt is great. Everybody's great. Good movie. Only an hour and a half long. Gets everything it needs done. Leaves. Doesn't waste your time. Watch it. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. With that energy, we're actually going to be into this. So thanks again. Please, please, it would be super helpful if you would share this with someone who goes on to Forbes listicles. And, uh, I don't want and those people we'll listening to us. <laughs> and uh, uh, send them, send them our way. Uh, well, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Why does Forbes even need listicles? <laughs>